You're listening to Proxy, hosted by Bernard Capulong and Sydney Lowe. Each week, we explore our obsession with internet subcultures, figuring out our identities, and how we fit into the world. On this episode, we give thanks for the friends we've actually kept in touch with and apologize dearly to all the ones we haven't. Thanks for tuning in right bernard oh yeah thanks i mean i i, I do appreciate that you just couldn't see it it was, it was off off the it record very, it was a very grateful nod mm-hmm. we're back you're yeah. listening to proxy if you haven't forgotten i i have no just not how to listen but how to record obviously because i'm i'm giving you non-verbal cues i listened to like two episodes prior i think you've dropped like a full octave Oh, I was a little bit sick, so that's kind of why we had to push this whole episode back a little bit. Yeah. And then, you know, like with plants in general, just life kept getting in the way. But we're here. We did it. And we and speaking of life getting in the way, we are planning Thanksgiving and you're joining. M- me or the listener? You, Bernard. Oh, okay. I was like really excited at first. We don't have enough space. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. For like all three of you yeah, out there all listening. Three, we already have like 11 people yeah, in this tiny okay. apartment. But uh, speaking of plans and getting together, was it coincidence that we waited until now to talk about this? Um, I could say that. That would be cool. Because, okay, so the plan for this episode was to talk about keeping plans, really. Keeping keeping plans, maintaining friendships, mm-hmm. and um, keeping in touch. and like Yeah, keeping in touch, you know, meeting up, all that kind of stuff. And why, why did we have it as a topic? Why uh, did it even come up in the first place? Just because I feel like it's it's something difficult but important. And I feel a lot of people might relate to the challenges of it, but they don't really think about it in, in that way. They might just be like, oh, whatever. That friend is like not a good friend. Mm-hmm. Or, oh, I can't. I feel bad. I'm busy. But then, you know, there, I feel like there are a lot of factors that can kind of explain why. Or at least I hope so, because I'm one of those guys that feels bad because they're too busy. That's actually how it started. The topic only came about because I think you said, I like you said something to the degree of, I can't keep up with my work and I keep pushing off plans to hang out with certain people. Yeah. And that made me feel like bad at work and bad at being a friend. And then uh, my response was, welcome to New York. Yeah. I think it's common in New York. Have you adjusted to it or does it still feel weird? Being in New York? The fact that being in New York means it's hard to keep plans and hard to oh, like. Oh, no, I've accepted that. I figured that out early on. I, I just feel like New York time and space operate differently. And that really gets in the way of plans mm-hmm. and the friends you see, which is kind of interesting. I, I mean, like, I mean that in you think you have a certain amount of time, but when you factor in all of the time sucks and like challenges of navigating New York, you, you don't have that much time. And everyone or like a lot of people who live in New York, they're all really busy. And it's not like for me where in LA, you could just drive somewhere. Mm -hmm. Here it's like you have to plan a commute. And the whole thing about commutes is like how far you are. You can, yeah, I live in New York or whatever. So do like so many of my online connections or whatever. And I still haven't met them because it's not a trivial thing to get around New York. Yeah, also planning around schedules and stuff. Like even us meeting today, we were supposed to meet at 
five thirty. Oh yeah, never seven thirty. Yeah. Never mind that. Like we had this date planned for like last week, and I think the week before that, three days in a row we canceled. Right? I know. So in in having difficulty like like connecting with people and keeping in touch with people, how many people do you actually spend time with on any given week? I'd say week only because I think it's easy to go a whole day without mm-hmm. hanging out. I would say like three. <laughs> it's pretty bad. And that's because I live with one of them. So that's see, so I, I would say it's the people that are just closer to me in proximity. Because if you're closer t- to them by distance, that also means closer in time, right? Right. Before you had a roommate, was that so it, was it just two people then? <laughs> uh, Yeah. Yeah. And like people who lived in Bro- Brooklyn. Oh, that's weird too, because you don't even like even your coworkers are digital. Yeah. Wait, actually, when you th- okay, so it's it would be you and my significant other. So the, that already has like, um, it's I'm, not it's not just friendships, right? <laughs> because I consider you more than a friend if you're my co-host. Yeah, yeah, too, but it's right? like li- it's like very exclusive company here. Oh yeah, it's like who I'm dating and who I make a <laughs> podcast with. It's like that's. Those are the parameters. You want to hang? You got to start a project with me. I know, but see, that's that's the thing, though. There's like that that elevates it to a different um, level of expectation and like the kind of effort that you put in, and that's why I think like friendships are cool and that um, both parties mutually choose to right. be friends. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not I'm not saying like I wouldn't want to hang out with you if it weren't for this podcast. <laughs> But no, I'm not saying that. But what I mean is like that helps like that and that helps motivate, you know, making these plans because it's it's more than just like, oh, let's catch up because I know um, with you, if, you know, we don't go, if we go for a while not catching up, it's okay. Sure. I, I feel like I'm comfortable with you and that you would um, understand if I'm going through something or whatever and yeah, yeah. I would do the same for you. I think it's unique though in the sense mm-hmm. of um, I, I think I was telling you about Justin, um, my roommate, yeah, and how we're we're like brothers, but we don't hang out that much, right? But it's like having an understanding of like our temperaments, or like social temperaments, mm-hmm. and it's weird because like I can keep track of everything. Well, when you when you were posting online, I could keep track of what you were doing online, so it wasn't like I missed out on much. <laughs> yeah. So for I people, so for people who I don't really need to hang out with, I can almost just get away with not seeing them. Except yeah. for like once a year. Like, you know, you go to a party and it's an obligation and you're mm. like, hey, how's it going? You know, like, oh, cool. It's nice catching up. How was the vacation that you already you, know about the vacation? Yeah, because you saw they it on Instagram. It. Yeah. You're like, oh, yeah, I heard you got a new job. How's that been? You know, you like small talk. You're like, oh, yeah, we should hang out. Never hang out. Mm. I don't know. That happens a lot. But what about, okay, so what about for you, like friends that are at least a level closer than that? It requires a lot of work. Yeah, Because unless it's Unless it's an immediate thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're in immediate social circles, that means like if I go to an event, there's a chance you're already invited. I don't have to invite you, because mm. mm-hmm. like inviting people who are not in your immediate circle is like impossible. Even my coworkers, who my relationship with them is like I work with them, they don't know any of my friends outside. So like yeah. orchestrating something from a coworker point of view to hang out outside of work with m- other people that aren't work related is like nearly impossible. Yeah, because you have to you're you're being considerate of like they they don't really know each other. Yeah. And it, you don't want to make it all about like oh, it's convenient for me to have both groups of friends because right. it might not always work out that way. Yeah, and I th- I think so an example would be uh, a coworker uh, and her fiance 
they are these we ha- real names? Yes. Okay. No, it's true. <laughs> Protect the, the, their this identity. Is, no. well, I'll bleep it out later. Yeah, bleep it out later. <laughs> By you bleep it out later, you mean I'll bleep <laughs> it out later because I don't, I do the editing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's we hung out like a year. Was it a year ago? Adrian, was it a year ago? It's like two years ago. She says she doesn't even know. It's like a year, so it was a long time ago. We mm-hmm. at some point we had dinner together. Okay. Literally, it's been so long. Prior, to, like the last time we hung out, they weren't engaged. Okay. And she's still. Were they engaged? Okay, they were engaged. But they recently were like, "Oh, I'm gonna text Adrian, and so we can finally hang out." And it's it's been like a year, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and she knows to not go through me, but to text Adrian. Okay. And then her significant other tells me like, "Yeah, because they work together." It's like, "Oh yeah, Sydney and I are not gonna be doing any of the planning. We we would say yes, let's hang out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just give us a date and we'll show up." Mm-hmm. It's like it's very difficult to the point where it might take a year, a year. to even meet up. Yeah, huh. because it's just not in the immediate circle. It's really difficult. Yeah. Like if you and like if you go to a concert and you're like, Oh, I want to hang out with Sydney. If if I'm not already going to the concert, you have to convince me to spend money and get out of my way to go to that concert to hang out with you. Yeah. It's a tough sell. In New York it's a really tough sell. Yeah. But I feel like we're also protected because maybe like ten years ago, you would own you would always be more social and go out because you don't have like a safety net of like, Oh, I can just like, you know, hang out with friends online you know what i mean i feel like i don't i choose not to go out as much because i also feel connected to people without having to hang out with them oh yeah i know what you mean just like but that's that's just a very um kind of like a superficial maintenance of a relationship it's just that you can exchange like sentences like yeah i'm doing good or whatever yeah it's it's not because if you're trying to really like maintain relationships or like maintain friendships i would think that at some point there should be shared experiences and not just retelling of shared experiences. I don't know. If you only hang out with three people a week, that's like only three people you're sharing experiences with. I know, but those those people I would be closer to that's true. because of the shared experiences. And that makes it easier to um to connect even like superficially because at least you have like memories together and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. If you meet someone new for the first time, if you just talk you can maybe maybe you can talk about experiences you had separate but you relate to yeah but i feel like you know shared in real life or even maybe like digital or remote but the same kind of experience mm-hmm. that that might work like like super future you know so you think it hasn't changed because you can you can follow people on facebook and like twitter cuz i see all sorts of stuff on facebook where i'm just like these are people i would not even talk to mm-hmm. and like i know about them and i don't even buy like they're not i don't they're not really my friends. They're just like by virtue of us going to school together. Oh, you know, you know okay. what I mean? So yeah, like, I do. So like I'm already in, in, I'm already up to date on people's lives that I don't even ever plan on purposefully hanging out with. Okay. Sorry for anyone who's listening. <laughs> who I follow. Yeah. So no, just, okay. You know, you're but not listening. That's, so. that's different because you're saying that like you feel that you've maintained a relationship just by you having certain information about that person's life. Well, it's shared. I don't post on Facebook, so I yeah. guess it's not that shared. No, but it's like a... I don't think I don't see that as the same. I I feel like yeah. Um, I feel like it's more meaningful and like valuable if you purposefully go through that in exchange instead of yeah. just like passively. Oh, I picked this up from your thing or whatever. Like if you ask someone, if you text somebody, like, oh, hey, how's the you know how's the vacation? Even if you saw it on Instagram and liked it already, yeah, that's that, a bit, that's that's, a, that's more. That's like going a step more. That's like leaving a comment instead of just liking a photo. Oh, okay, 
no, that's good. But leaving a comment is still like, <laughs> you know, it's super convenient to you because you just saw it. What if, if you, they reply? You, <laughs> I'm really testing the limits. It's here. so annoying that I'm you really better th- take a DM or something. Even better, I feel like taking it's it. Annoying to other people. Yeah, it's annoying to other people, and maybe for them on the wall because if they don't know you like that, and you're like, like why are you having this conversation? Yeah, exactly. If you're clogging up the wall, I can't up with Burn right now. He's in the middle of stunting yeah. right now. I don't know. So I feel what you're saying about like, oh, if you see somebody that's in, that or see somebody's stuff online, like through social media, that's enough for me. I, I don't feel the same way. So do you classify, how do you, what do you classify your online network as? Because you clearly follow more than three people. Mm-hmm. You probably follow like hundreds. Yeah. Think about that. Hundreds of people. Okay. No. Well, well I, I, tried, I tried to be around 150. Like two dozen brands, maybe. <laughs> two dozen <laughs> brands and then like, following more like 180, 200 human beings. Yeah. I think the ideal number, by the way, is like 150. Like that's the... I'm at 140. That's like the max number of like loose relationships that you can keep or something. Do you know there's like a there's a pseudoscience a article about like how many people you can actually keep track of? I think, that, I think that's the, where the figure comes from, right? Well, I, I feel like the number of people that you can actually like know and be friends with is like shockingly low. Okay. I think the network is larger, but like after that, it's impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah, I follow 141 people, and it's like, that's already too much. I can't keep track. Yeah, well, it's not. It's not really expected. What What do you classify? If you were to talk about your your the people you follow, are they your friends? Some of them are your friends. Okay, I would I would say like we're friends if we've at least like symmetrically real time conversed. It doesn't have to be in person or like on the phone or like FaceTime or whatever, but okay. like like DMs back and forth or. Um, How about at replies? Does that count? No, because everyone can see that. It's not it's not intimate. Not everyone can follow at replies only if they read your 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 just your timeline. I'm I'm shaking Twitter. my head like you can't see it, but I'm <laughs> shaking my head. Okay, so no no public replies, only DMs. No, or text messages. Because I feel like if if you create um some kind of even like virtual intimacy, then it shows that, you know, your your attention is towards them. And that in itself is like not even that good because for example like facebook's um facebook's messenger it's just like this tiny little thing on the window side. in the side so like at the you know at the same time you could be totally distracted and not really like engaged with whoever you're talking to sure and that's that's why i think um meeting in person is like the ultimate um gesture of like hey i really want to spend some time and be present with you you don't have to tell me, bro. I, yeah. did, I did that while in college. I met a bunch of super future I, people. Yeah, I guess. But I think I've gotten so used to seeing people's lives mm-hmm. that in some ways I've kind of like passively participated. But I guess it's not friendship. I guess it's just more like acquaintances. Yeah. Well, okay. So on Tumblr, some people, or maybe even Twitter, some people don't, they don't say, oh, that's my friend. They'll say, oh, that's my mutual we that's mutually your, follow each other. That's your so that's completely like that's your acquaintance, like you're mutual. I guess so. It's it's different because like, oh, he follows me, he's weird. Versus <laughs> oh, we're mutuals. She's like, all right. I feel like know? that's actually a category. Category is we are mutuals yeah. or he or she follows me, They're but he creepy. or she is weird. Yeah. And creepy. And they <laughs> uh-huh. post really creepy stuff on their Tumblr, but I let them follow me because I like the follower count. Yeah, see? That's different. So in that sense, there's like followers, mutuals. Maybe internet friends and then, you know, friends. So what's the ratio? What's the ratio for me? Yeah. For internet friends, 
Okay, internet followers M- is mutuals, you know, hundreds. Crazies. Mutuals probably like less hundreds. Friends. Well, how about not followers, but you people who you follow? What's the cat? Cl- what's the ratio? People that I follow, I I try to follow around like three hundred, but no. But as far as like ratio of of them are like people you would classify as friends, people you classify as like oh we follow I follow this person because we're mutuals, or like oh, I'm a fan of this person. Oh, or like um, I just follow you because you know there's a some sort of bound obligation. Well, for the most part, like my criteria brother. was like, no. For the <laughs> most part, my cri- my criteria was like, oh, they followed me. That's nice of them. I should follow them back unless I scan their their whatever their content is, and it's like really a mess, and I don't. Okay. Um, but what I what it takes for me to consider them like like good friends is like the we need to have had a conversation outside of just like like comments or something. So is that a majority of your followers or of your of people you follow? I'm sorry, I'm mixing the two. No. People, no. I I would I wouldn't go that far for a lot of them. Cuz I would say maybe if I had to guess of the 141 minus the ones I follow that are like New York Times, you know, mm. like publications that you follow just to get yeah. information. I want to say maybe 20 of them are are people I communicate with. Mm. maybe if i'm lucky if you double it 40 it's if i've ever communicated with them outside of social media like in person or text oh okay or dm or whatever Mm. okay i don't make that distinction between like oh if they're outside of social media to me it's like the um the method or whatever see that's weird i just go by if i've met them or not because like seriously it changes the context of like knowing someone but i guess that's a little bit more online specific yeah i suppose because i've met people and then i'll follow them you know what i mean but it's like we're we're not really like that but then there are people that i know online that i would like to meet i just haven't yet so whether i meet somebody isn't really fan groups are really small Mm. i'm counting in my head adrian justin (laughs) bernard uh you don't have to do it out loud just because we're here no i'm like literally can't think i'm like i'm trying to think of uh, uh where are you going with this if you had a number five tops uh-huh i feel like five tops to keep track of even on like a regular basis is like hard enough yeah everything else is like completely luck of the draw or like you, opportunistic you just, or something. yeah or like you just have to actively plan like you have to actively want to go out yeah no okay so i think even not even just like going out but for me it's like even just um, like sending a text or something. It's like, hey, how are you doing? Whatever. Like, I can't even squeeze that in. And I don't know if that's just because um, like you're busier from work or no. Okay, because that that's like not necessarily true. Like you can't be so busy that you can't just send somebody, hey, how are you? Yeah, it's like a it's like an internal excuse because you're busy, you're you're tired, therefore you don't want to pick up the phone because it's yeah, too much effort, and then you have to follow up if they respond. Yeah, and then you're like, I have to respond dynamically. What if they want to hang out? I don't have time to hang out. Oh, I'm not going to text you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's or, a decision. Or what tree. What if they're doing great and you know they want to hear how I'm doing? You're and like, it's like, oh, now I have to like come up with some kind of good good answer. Or yeah. what if they're not doing well and like, oh, okay, I reached out now I have to like help them get through it. I'm and like, those a, are things I. Yeah. want to do yeah. all of them i want to do it's just i can't so the easiest thing yeah. to do is to avoid it or you nip it in the bud by saying hey man how are you doing i heard you're doing well by the way i'm doing miserable <laughs> i'm awful just like you don't even let them respond you just throw it out there that you're like in a very dire place yeah. and you're like i hope they don't respond and i hope they're so creeped out right 
that they're like, oh man, Bernard's in a bad space. I'll and just... if they're like, oh man, do you want to talk about it? Just be like, no. And then that's it. Do you think you've always been like that though? Or is it just being an adult having more responsibilities? Or do you think it's in- inherent no matter the age? Because no, also like no. in, in high school, you would, you would go to, you would like basically live with your friends. Exactly. So that's a good point. You're always hanging out with people. That, that kind of um, connection is already built in that consistency. You know how you're saying like it take like if you're outside of your friend group or whatever, you take, uh, it takes energy to actively plan it. Yes. All of that activation energy is removed just by like the configuration of you and your friends. Yeah. You, you have like class together, you have shared experiences together and all those things you don't you don't even like think about that you have to do. You're waiting for your parents to pick you up at the same place so you're just hanging out. Yeah. It's it's not like and a lot of the things like it doesn't cost you any money or any extra time or like you're not going out of your way. Yeah. And that's how you make your friends and that's how you bond. But as you get older, all those things are slowly taken away when people find their own paths. Yo man, that's so depressing when you say it like that cuz I was just thinking about you know how <laughs> I said I used to do that. I used to be on like Super Future and I would hang out. Dude, I was in college. I was racking up student loans. Yeah. Once you take away like the the freedom of I'm in school. I'm yeah. like I'm like traveling to hang out with people. Guess what I stopped doing? I stopped traveling to hang <laughs> yeah, out with exactly. people. I'm like I can't afford it. The only people who can are on social media and like baller as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the same thing happens when you get older. Um, like if you're friends from high school or like you had similar hobbies or whatever and you grow up and you like you lose those things then it takes a lot more effort and it's a lot more difficult to keep them in place or to like substitute or fill the void you know from when those things are taken away yeah i think of two potential ways that i would want to bring up that you could view this circumstance of how you've framed it which Mm -hmm. is one it's super nice because you can have really really great relationships with the people who you really care about because those are the people who you spend time hanging out with, the people that you make the effort, and it's within a comfort zone where you don't have to necessarily go all the way out of your way. Right? Yeah. However, it should be like, I should note that that means the other person mutually chooses to put in that kind of effort. Sure. You don't force to hang out with them, you mean? Or like, Well, I mean, no, that's why the relationship is so good because you know that like that their life is probably busy, but they also choose you. And right. they like they think you're valuable and worth their time so, to hang out with. So to summarize, two people have potentially opposing busy schedules, but mm-hmm. both actively choose to spend time and make time to hang out with each other. Uh-huh. And that makes the time that you spend mean a lot more. Right. And the relationship then I feel becomes stronger. Right. So there's that positive element. Uh-huh. Then on the flip side, the other way I could look at it is do you think it would be limiting to look at it from the potential of there's all these other people I want to meet and spend time with to be inspired to like do things and like because it's such a small subset mm-hmm. it not it's not necessarily limiting but it's also like it's so controllable like what if you want to try something new like you have this like very finite amount of it's like top five on MySpace uh, it's like you okay. want to you want to like take off one you're like but I love all of them and then uh, you're like but I want to like go and do other things you're like what if you move to Europe. Okay. Or like Asia and you're like, oh, damn, four, five out of all five friends I can't hang out with. And it's like, boom. Yeah. No, that removal. That's, that's like the, network. you're right. That's the other half of it is right. that um, like with those relationships, those like those friendships, just as you, that's like the reason why you grow apart from people is because you're, you just have different wants or like you're in a different place. Mm-hmm. So then those decisions to be like mutually hanging out together or whatever, like it, it doesn't line up. Yeah. 
So yeah, it's like a it's like an unfortunate but realistic part of maintaining friendships, and like to overcome that because that's I feel like if you don't put in any energy, that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's like entropy. You just have to overcome that. And yeah, that's I why would, it's hard. I would say like ninety ninety nine percent of friendships have are, are like that. Mm-hmm. Majority of them, if you don't maintain them, it dies basically. Mm-hmm. And it's a two way street, of course, like you said. Yeah. Have there been any friendships in the past that you thought were like, oh, we'll we'll just be friends for a really long time, and then like clearly you're not friends. Um, I I feel like with acquaintances that can happen. That's but, easy with acquaintances, yeah. right? But like with friends, I feel like if they were good friends to begin with, um, you know, it might like detract from the relationship a little bit. But I feel like those are the types of people, like those are the kinds of friends that even after like you're in a different place, you can come back to them and they'll still be okay. Do you have someone who you like you're you're friends with even though you're not in contact as much or if at all? I I think so. I have a few in mind that like if we hung out again or talked again, it would be fine. And I think, you know, um yeah, I don't think it's like we're on bad terms or whatever. Right. So, but those are those are rare. Um and like you're lucky if you have those, I think. That's Justin. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good example. Like literally, I think Adrian's asked me like, "How are you actually? How are you two best friends?" Mm-hmm. And my response is like, "I actually don't know, cause like, so, like for a while we we didn't hang out, cause like he would when we when we moved to New York for college, mm-hmm. he lived on the Upper West Side and then I lived in Brooklyn. Oh yeah, like the second or third year, we never saw each other. But you could go back. Yeah, I mean we hung out for a little while, but like it, we would go months without. We live in the same city and we would never yeah. see each other feel like that happens yeah i was just thinking like even even for this episode you know it was hard for us to to line things up for us for this to be recorded yeah um i was i was hoping that we could just like identify um from our experiences what are those things that make this thing difficult Mm -hmm. and maybe maybe we can think of what are the ways that you can overcome them you're trying to you're trying to like break down friendship well, we're like keeping I, in touch. I think so. I, I don't want to break it down like, you know, like some psychopath is like, okay, I must follow these criteria and then it will look like I have friends. Yeah. And it's then like people won't suspect from me. From every like, from two to every two to 14 days, yeah. you need to have at least one like, like micro contact. Mm-hmm. I, I've developed an app that will put these algorithms in and the lengths of the last messages to formulate a response. It's time to water your plant. I mean, it's time to hang out with your friend. Yeah, right. Um, now you have to have coffee because it's been a month since you've actually hung out. You have to have coffee now. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was the question again? I like spaced out. What was the question? Question for you is, what do you think are things that people should keep in mind or maybe more actively practice if they feel they're losing touch with their friends that's a good one um i think it's being honest i think there's certain relationships where like friendships where if you are like if if your friend moves mm-hmm. out of the country and like you don't keep in touch mm-hmm. there might be a chance that you're not going to be able to like you know like unless you 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 two have like a friendship mm-hmm. where you cannot talk for a while you probably want to just like call it out because usually what happens is you don't find out till it's too late. What do you mean by call it out? Be like, yo, bro, I want to hang out. I haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, just like put it out there. Okay. Like I think honesty is good because I think sometimes French, like people will try really hard to hang out with other people and other people are like, yeah, I'm just not making the effort. You know, like 
Oh, but they don't want to say that? I think so, because New York is really tough, because New York is a very social city. Mm-hmm. And I think, the, the, for me, the most difficult conversation is people who you are friendly with, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily want to make the time to hang out with, not because you don't care. You, you, there's a perception of no time. Mm-hmm. So in the limited scope of things that I can do, that person doesn't come up on the list right. nine times out of nine and a half. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't come up. How do you say that in front of a person who you run walk by out of mm. the subway? You don't, because that's a really fucked up thing to say. <laughs> like, hey man, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing great. Like, we should grab a drink. Nah, it's not happening, <laughs> yeah. dude. Like, uh, no thanks. It's like we live in the same neighborhood. It's like, yeah, maybe if I run into you, maybe you know, but probably not. That's the real truth answer. And all a lot of New Yorkers, I think, I think a lot of New Yorkers face that situation on like a semi regular basis, mm-hmm. and like the gut instinct is like, yeah. Oh my god we haven't seen each other in so long we should totally get brunch yeah you know blah 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 okay, i'll see so, you later so do you think it's um it's like kind of a problem that that's the default reaction because that, that's kind of how i would feel like if i saw somebody that i i haven't really kept up with the like the courteous thing to do is say oh hey you know it's been a while we should catch up i would like to hang out with you like are you doing that to be polite or has it have we gotten to like a point in I don't know, like social, whatever, like society that that's actually an inconvenience and that might be rude to do. I think it's only an inconvenience because it's super easy to find out what the other person is doing prior. Okay. Meaning like if you and I ran into each other and we were just acquaintances, mm-hmm. you can tell I'm bullshitting you because I'm like, hey man, what's up? Like, are you still doing that thing with the website? Mm-hmm. Cool. Like, oh, that's awesome. Like, and then you ask me a question and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing this. Like, you want to grab a drink sometime? Bullshit. Okay. But it would more likely work if we ran each other and be like, hey, man, I listened to that podcast you, you did with a thing and like you mm. were talking about this thing. Like, that's really cool. Like, I didn't get to listen to it all the way, but they're actually making an effort because they've already been keeping in touch. I think that makes it easier for the recipient to be like, like, uh, like you know, it's just, just like really quick. It's like an awkward social situation. I think it's more meaningful if like your acquaintance online actually knew what it's like when you get an email, a cold email, and they don't know exactly, they don't know anything about oh. you. Okay. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like easier to relate to mm. as opposed to like, if you don't know the person, like I wouldn't even make first contact. Oh uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I okay. would never even break ice because I don't know what to say. Cause I'm bullshitting. Right. If I saw someone that I literally haven't seen in 10 years, I wouldn't poke them on the shoulder and be like, Hey man, yeah. what's up? Like, cause I have nothing to say. That makes sense. Okay. You know, so, so, so from like a maintaining friendships, I say like being authentic. Like if you actually keep track of someone and you see them, like yeah. make that connection because you you already know them you have a mutual something okay. online even if it's online okay i feel like i have a tip i might also feel like a psychopath for suggesting this <laughs> it's like hey Strategy. guys this is how you practice social interaction um, take it from me guys no, yeah <laughs> no i'm thinking like so if if you say like hey we should catch up sometime don't make it so open-ended be specific yeah you could be like hey i listen to that podcast i'd love to learn more about like how you guys do that and whatever we should do it over coffee or something right because then that'll that give the other person the expectation of like oh they're kind of like actually interested that's at least some topic that we can talk about and it would be easier for me because i i can talk about that yeah that's... as opposed to just like so how have you been it sounds funny because it's like you want to give them an exit strategy when you say coffee it seems super low commitment mm-hmm but it also shows like, oh, we can have a conversation. And if like, if you can be friends, then you're friends. If not, you're like, all right, I just wasted a cup of coffee, but whatever. Yeah. I I just think like for these things to go through, it it's not so much. 
I don't know. I feel like if you if you're more considerate of the other person than their time, yeah, then they would more likely do the same to you. And then if they're kind of like selfish about it, then like okay, whatever, and mm-hmm. just let them be. Right. Because right. I think the worst thing you can do is to like sort of guilt trip people. It's like, hey man, why haven't we hung out so long? Like that to me, like that really turns Surprisingly, me off. I think people do that. A lot of people do that, and I I. I don't think that's the best way to like maintain friendships is to use like guilt as a strategy because some people will do that. I feel like it's manipulative. Most people who you people say are like, Oh, that's like my friend or acquaintance. Mm. You're not really on the same page because that's like a definitely a misunderstanding of your relationship. Yeah. If someone's reprimanding you for not following up, clearly you two are not on, on, on the best terms or like know each other very well. Yeah. Whereas like when you say, Oh dude, like when you don't respond to me, I already know why. I don't like, you don't have to apologize because like you're probably miserable trying to figure <laughs> out the SEO like headline. Yeah. So yeah. Like, whatever. He's probably just like that or he finally took a nap. Yeah. I'm like dealing with something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, that's, that's like why I wanted to like really, or at least how I see it, friendships is two people mutually actively putting in energy to, you know, maintain that. So if, if, if you call someone out for not wanting to do that, then like, then it wasn't there to begin with. You're not yeah, really yeah. maintaining anything. Yeah. I think that's a good way to look at it. Like that, that's a good perspective because I don't think of it that way until I take a pause to think about it. Okay. Most New Yorkers don't. I would go so far as to say New Yorkers find it somewhat of an awkward, anxi- anxious, like anxiety-inducing pattern yeah, of running into people through. and like maintaining friendships because you always want to be in good standing with people because some people are well connected some people are like oh i want to be in this group but you just don't have time yeah uh and it makes me th- actually more excited about thanksgiving because i'm a non-thanksgiving person oh but you're just you're just like an ungrateful bastard is I'm, that, I'm an ungrateful <laughs> you never bastard. give thanks is that it's what like, it is whatever i'm the only child you uh-huh. know i just like whatever just it's, it's all about the johns bro yeah okay. no, i'm just thinking i'm excited now because from the way that you explained it if everyone shows up on Thursday, hmm. it means everyone went out of their way to spend their time yeah. mutually with a group of people who did the exact same thing. Yeah. And they said no to everything else. Right. And that's very special because in New York, that never fucking happens. Mm-hmm. Having brunch is like, or even going out is like, yo, let's meet up at noon it's two o'clock and like brunch is over or three o'clock and you're, yeah. you're like, they're like, yeah, I can't. You're like, you could have responded like three hours ago. Mm. So I would say it's Thanksgiving. Mm. Enjoy the company you have. I agree. And don't get mad if people can't make it. Yeah. Because you know what? Maybe you're not besties, but you know, I don't, I don't know. We're wrapping up, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess we are. Anyway, um, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Do you want to add anything else for this? It's our Um, first holiday episode. I know. And it's about, you know, I'm thankful for all my friends and I'm sorry if I haven't, you know, kept up with you. I hate myself too. (laughs) So (laughs) I hate me too. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, Thanks for subscribing to iTunes. Uh, you searching through the podcast app. Thanks for listening to us on SoundCloud. Thanks for that five-star review you're about to leave right now. Oh, drop that five-star review and just say thank you, mm-hmm. Bernard and Sydney. It's just thanks all around. Thanks all around. Thank you for listening on the web on soundcloud.com forward slash proxy FM. Uh, thank you for tweeting at us. Uh, thank you for... What else? 
Thank you for at replying. Thank you for sending us emails. Mm-hmm. Thank you for following us. Thank you for unfollowing us and then changing your mind and then following us back. I don't think that happens, but I think they'll thank us for wrapping this up right now. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. <laughs>